Aloha, everyone. My name is Indar Lang, and I am the host of Hawaii Money Guy. And today we have a fun topic. I just came back from BPCon, Bigger Pockets Convention, and it was an amazing event. And since last week we talked about education, this week let me talk about some of the education I've just learned from going through this amazing event filled with a ton of people. So today it's all about BPCon, what we learned. So let's jump on into it. So get ready and let's go. Just before we get started, I'd love it if you guys could subscribe below and that way we can reach more people and just help people make their money work for them in any different way we can. Thank you guys and let's get started in today's content. So guys, we just came back from BPCon and for all you out there, let me tell you a story of what it is all about. So Bigger Pockets, if you guys have not been on their forum, you should definitely check it out. Bigger Pockets is a community need, like a Facebook community, Instagram, a community for real estate people in general. It's a great community to find like-minded people. These are people who are flipping, wholesaling, uh, hard-minded lenders, anybody in the real estate business in general who wants to learn about investing. It's a great uh, just online platform. They have a huge, huge social media presence. They have a huge podcast. Check out my podcast. I was on one of their podcasts, 490 actually. Uh, great podcast, so check that one out on BP Podcast. Um, it's a great platform to really just grow and learn and to be around like-minded people. You can ask questions on there. You can um, search old topics. They have a ton of different uh, things to use from the Burr calculators to deal calculators. Stay tuned for more. Actually, we're going to be sharing our deal analyzer calculator as well. Actually, so get ready for that. I'm going to start sharing the deal analyzer calculator I've been using with you guys. So if you guys want to download that, so get ready for that. But the Bigger Pockets um, convention itself was amazing. It was just, it was mind blowing. The thing sold out. Uh, faster than anything and everyone was dying to get tickets so I think I might buy a couple more tickets next year and sell a couple on this side the thing was it was sold out so quick uh, there was about 2,000 I think 2,000 tickets sold I would say about 3,000 people there in general we had, I had a lot of my friends even that just kind of came and crashed the party because they couldn't get tickets um, I snuck a few friends in myself to some of the things so um, it, it was an amazing event where you can go and socialize and network and be around like-minded people as well as they had different rooms and breakout sessions that you can go and learn about. And so what did I take away from the event? Um, definitely the networking a aspect of it all. And won't be, I won't lie, we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with some really just amazing people there. We rented a Ferrari, me and my partner, uh, me and my buddy Gabe, we had a Ferrari, we drove that thing around. Amazing, good fun, just fun times. So how, how would this benefit, the event benefit you guys? Well, the event is really a place for you to be around like-minded people, even if you're brand new, never done a deal to the expert kind of guy in the room. This, this type of these events really just put you around those type of people. I had a ton of people, and thank you everyone who came out there, a ton of people just you know came up to me and said, hey, I follow you on social, thank you for all you do, and just want to talk story. And I love talking story. I talk story for a while to most uh, everyone, and I actually wish I had more time sometimes to just sit and chat. So yeah, if you do follow me, 
definitely come up and talk story because uh, I love to talk and tear your side, your, you know, what you do and everything, of course. Um, love talking to people. Um, I am actually a little shy, a little introverted myself. So, you know, when you do go to those events, um, you know, I am very shy to go talk up to new people or to new groups, especially in a group setting. You walk up to a random group. I mean, it's kind of eh, a little intimidating. Um, but, you know, you just kind of got to wiggle your way in and just kind of hopefully know somebody. Uh, we spent most of my time, I actually spent it outside of the event rooms of just networking. I would get into a deep conversation with somebody and hearing what they're doing about their market, um, any tricks and trade that they have, uh, and so forth. We had a cool, cool private group we were hanging out with, uh, the Maui Mastermind group, as I went to that other those events a lot. So we had a kind of our own little uh, hooey, a little, our little club inside of it all, a little gang. And it was pretty cool to be with those people because these were all successful, very driven, very high-level people. And these high, high-level people, uh, we re- you just relate to each other so quickly, so fast. It's, it's almost like we were best friends for years and years, and yet we've hung out probably you know a handful of times. You really, really bond fast with people that you know are just on your brain level, your mindset, your business, your drive, um, your dedication to the craft, this craft of real estate. And you really, really bond to them really quickly because you know, I know in the back of my head, they share the same struggles I've been through. I know uh, where they're at feelings-wise and some of their, uh, you know, avenues of the business. And uh, definitely just amazing to be around those people. And, um, you know, you get to kind of jokingly be, you know, normal, (laughs) which is kind of funny to say, but sometimes um at these events you have to kind of you have to put on a show but um um some of the key key takeaways were i like the high level events there's some good speakers like ashley she spoke about cap rates and so forth i love hearing about different market analysis and so forth um brian murray if you haven't heard of him uh, he is brandon turner's partner and wrote some great books um, he is very high level to hearing about his story, uh, his growth and some of the uh, things that he shared was just, you know, it, it's, it's just great to hear um, a lot of different other speakers there, social media, multifamily, um, and all kinds of different speakers. Uh, there's some private money speakers and so forth. But more of my, my learning was hanging out with other people the some of the people i was hanging out with are were speakers so i was hanging out with these people who were speakers and um you almost have a a level you know they know it recognize you as successful i recognize them as successful um so you have this levelness that you can really share your struggles with and they can share back and they can share their strengths with and they can share back so having a level uh, you know, up with some people really is dynamic, very dynamic in the sense that um, most of the time, the most people I speak to in general may be asking very simple questions. And don't get me wrong, there's no bad or good questions. Um, every question is great. But sometimes when I'm at, talking to somebody brand new and they have a normal, you know, what is escrow, what is some of the basic questions, um, it's not intriguing for me as much as when I'm talking to somebody else who's, 
who's sharing some of my struggles and you know we're talking you know big deals and big big uh bigger struggles i guess you can say we all have the same struggles it's just your struggles keep growing um you know it's funny that we were talking to it's not about how much you make anymore it's about your net worth you know your net worth is is almost uh, more intriguing uh to us than than what you make because uh, what you can make uh, can go away real fast but when you start having a hard, higher net worth you start having a lot of big portfolios and so forth um, you're able to utilize that to do more to get loans and work with banks and um, it just allows you to grow a lot more more than just making a million dollars a year uh, having a bigger net worth allows you to do a lot more but that's a little bit off the topic but bigger pockets in general has been a really game changer for me, the community, the people. I've been on Bigger Pockets long time ago when it was used to be free. The form was uh, very, you know, not as it was today. I obviously, um, didn't have as much. Um, but now the, the their form, their web page, their group, their their society is just such a uh, overwhelming great community of people. And I've been blessed enough to be around Brandon Turner and Taro. Um, and AJ and and get to learn from those guys and Brandon has been just a true true he is exactly like you see in person he is a true just your buddy your friend um, you know he's just a real genuine human being and you can't say that for a lot of people but he is definitely a genuine genuine human that is just um, you know amazing to hang around with and and to you know call a friend um, I got to stay at his place one night. Um, we did another event on the last day, which I'm truly great to be around. Uh, this other event that we did, and I'll talk differently about that. It's kind of more private event. Um, so being around, you know, him and all these other people definitely was it was great. It was cool to to um, you know to hang out with just everyone at BPCon and. And see everyone, and just um, you know, go places and do things. We went to bars and um, dinners, a lot of dinners, a lot of foods. Um, everywhere we would go, we would be like, "Are you going there?" You know, it's pr- pretty cool. Um, but if for you guys out there, if you haven't been to you know any kind of events or meetups, I would definitely recommend to go to some of these bigger events and bigger meetups, and especially outside of our state of Hawaii. Because then you can see what others do in their state. You can see how they succeed and grow. Um, you can see how they they prosper in their business um, as well. I, I've done another event one time, and uh, we, we actually rented Ferraris in that event, and um, we snuck off. And that event, we there was 5,000 people there, and I snuck off with like a handful of 10 beast investors. And because I... Uh, gave gave them value as well as you know they gave me value back and I learned a lot from those ten people compared to being in an event with five thousand people, so being around the the right type of people that I add value and they add value back can definitely change your change a lot of your uh, mindset. It just gives you a fire. You come home from these events with this burning fire to do more, to do bigger, to go more. Uh, because you're around all these other great people. And honestly, I would love to hang out with all those people all the time. I mean, 
the fire, the love, the, the, the passion we have for each other is just unbelievable. I mean, I would, I would hang out in that group for, for uh, years to come, and I, I love it. Um, it's amazing that, that Bigger Pockets has built this community of great people. Um, so check out Bigger Pockets. It's definitely a worth of a page to be around. I think it costs money now. Don't quote me, but I f- think it's, I don't know, what is it, 100 to 300 a year, something like that, um, for the annual membership. Um, you can definitely get on there. They're already selling tickets for next year, so I'll probably buy some tickets for that as well. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how you know, Bigger Pockets changes. Brandon's no longer a part of them. As we all know, Brandon left, so see how they're they're evolving and changing. And they got some new great hosts on there. I love all the hosts, actually. Tony, he's a, a great buddy of mine, and I just came back hanging out with him. He's on the Rookie Coach with Ashley. Um, she's great, too. Ashley's very sweet. Um, you know, They're great, great hosts for the Rookie Podcast, so check them out. They're great um, to talk to, and Tony's great for Airbnbs. He really knows his Airbnb stuff. Um, uh, met the new host that's with David Green. David Green's, of course, it was co-host with Brandon. Now he's the main host. And now David Green has a new co-host, Rob. Uh, very cool guy, co- kind of quirky. You know, he has a little quirkiness to him, which you know, looks like a cool guy. I hung out with him a little bit and talked to him and just got to know him. Uh, he's got a bunch of uh, rentals as well himself. And, uh, you know, he'll be interested to hear how he takes the show as a co-host now and uh, all the other co-hosts uh, uh, that's on there um, uh, James Daynard he was a very nice guy very great guy and we got to have dinner and talk story and we kind of shared I didn't get to talk to him as much as I wanted to but got to share some of uh, I, I think we can relate a lot in our flipping he does a lot of flipping he's a co-host uh, and, and all the other people there um, and and learn from uh you know where they're at in their business and what they're what they're up to kind of thing and just kind of check in with each other um you know we had some of course house parties and all that but the coolest part actually was driving that ferrari and i shouldn't tell you how fast i hit but we hit pretty fast and it was relatively cheap guys it wasn't that much i split it with gabe um, gabe was my buddy <laughs> we uh we slept in the same we had bunk beds and so we slept in the same room every night and uh Sleeping with somebody in the same bedroom, sharing the same space, you get really close fast, or you learn to, you know, either you hate each other, or you don't. And now I can call Gabe one of my best friends, actually, because um, Gabe is just an amazing person. Uh, Gabe's all over Instagram with creative financing. He has a huge portfolio of creative financing uh, deals from uh, parks, um, our. Um, RV parks and shopping centers and rentals. He's got a huge portfolio and he does all his deals with no money, creative financing. So uh, thank you, Gabe, for just hanging out and being a friend um, and just, you know, being a true, genuine human being. He's really amazing person. And he's a vegan, um, which is amazing. (laughs) So definitely check out and go to these bigger events to be a part of a community, to be a part of a growth um, I wasn't into networking often at the very beginning, um, and now I'm very into networking and growing um, just for the community itself to grow and to learn from each other. Um, yeah, pretty amazing. So 
what's up next? We actually have another event we're going to uh, going to the Fortune Builder event in Ignite. It's called in end of November. And then we have our events coming up where I'll be sharing the things I actually written down and shared, uh, learned from our events. So I uh, will be sharing at our different events um, to you guys that we throw here in Hawaii. We have our co-working space, by the way. Uh, you as guys may know that we are building out a huge 6,000 square foot co-working space. And rather than you know, wait till it's done. We are already throwing our events ourselves there. We're just having meetups right now there. Because it's a huge space, parking is great. There's a lot of room to fit a lot of people. And why not get people accustomed coming to our, our, our place that we're going to be creating a community, a culture. Um, so check out our uh, Instagram and our, all our social media for our events that's coming up. And um, our events are going to be, the, the ones that I host at least, will be more catered towards education, towards learning, towards growth. Uh, I'd rather cater towards that than to come and look at my flips and see the new you know, toilet that I put into the flip. Uh, I'd rather you guys come and learn and grow as, as that's what I get out of events. And I love, I love learning and growing. And um, I would like you know, to share that with you guys, some of the the things I took away and the things I've learned, the things I've struggled, the things I've really made mistakes on so you guys can kind of not go down that route. And um, it's abundance mindset, guys. So there's enough for everybody. So I hope you guys all can succeed and grow as you know as we can grow together. And I think if I can help others, then it'll come back to me and deals will flow and, you know, the law of attraction, you know. Um, check out that movie, The Secret, by the way. Great movie. So yeah, guys, Bigger Pockets was amazing. And I'm very thankful for all the friends and all the people I got to meet. Come come say hi to me next time. I am very an introvert. So please, please come say hi to me. Talk story. And uh, just say what's up. Or even message me on Insta and social, of course. And uh, just just talk story, dude. Um, that's, that's what it takes in this world of business, of entrepreneurship, of growth mindset is we can't do this by ourselves. If you want to go to the next level in life, you need to network. You need to get to know other like-minded people. And um, you know, if you're trying to get value from somebody, you know, if you, if you want to take me to lunch and all that kind of stuff, and you're brand new at this, you, know, you need to provide value. Obviously, um, you know, taking me to lunch, a $20 lunch is not enough for me at this time. Uh, you know, I can afford a $20 lunch. Uh, my time is very valuable. <laughs> I'm trying to make you know $500 an hour. So if you're trying to um, take me to lunch and pick my brain and have coffee, obviously you got to think about that. You know, you, don't you think I can afford a, a $5 cup of coffee or a $20 lunch? Um, so come at me or anybody with different type of value. Bring a private money lender. That's what I need. I need more investors, more people to be a part of our deals, or I need deals in general. So. Uh, you know, have something that you know you think would be worthwhile for me to bring to the table to make the time for you for free. You know, if not, we do have paid uh, coaching and so forth, and uh, we do have an education program coming up too. But um, yeah, so let's kind of jump into uh, segment one is where we we look at questions. Uh, we have some questions of the week, and one of the questions we have. Uh, from one of our people out there was what do you think about leasehold properties and if they're worth getting into and this was from 
uh, what is that, Brenda, I think it is saying Brenda. So about leasehold properties, that was a great question. And actually, it's kind of a scary topic, honestly. If you don't know about it, uh, leasehold properties can be very um, uh, intriguing at first because you think it's a great deal. And so what it is, first back up. We, in Hawaii, we have two types of properties. We have fee simple properties and leasehold properties. Fee simple means that you're going to buy the property, the house, and the land that comes with it. So you're going to buy property and land in one package deal. In a leasehold um, is where you buy the house, but you don't get to own the land. You pay a lease for the land. Um, it stems from the old Hawaiian days and, and back in the Bishop Estate and all these big players that owned the land. They, they sold the houses, not the land. Um, so you really want to be careful with the leasehold stuff. And, and if you want to dive into it a little more, um, leaseholds will have a, a term, generally say 15, 20, 30 years on that lease. So what that's saying is that in 15 years, say it's 15 year lease, that the leaser, the person who owns that lease can dictate new terms. So in 15 years, you can have new terms that could be really high, a lot higher than you're projected. There are some little rules and stipulations in there where they can't go crazy on it, but um, generally it's very scary because you don't know where that those new lease terms could be. Um, and then getting loans now, if you're trying to get a loan on a leasehold, it's very hard to do. Generally, um, there are some lenders out there that are into you know, doing leaseholds, but generally a lender is going to want to be in that realm of the lease itself. So if, again, if it's 15 years, they're probably going to get a 15-year lease uh, you know, mortgage for 15 years or something like that. Because, again, that lease can really change the, to what uh, the amounts can be. It can be very high, very low. Um, it, it, obviously, it's probably going to go up. So you very got to be careful. And now, not to mention, now you're paying a mortgage, and now you're also paying a lease fee. So on top of your mortgage, an HO, and all your other fees, now you're paying a lease fee, you know, leasing fee of the land, which can also be higher. So you normally can find, sometimes find really good deals. You think they're great deals. A lot of auction sites and HubZoo and auction.com and some of these auction sites um, can be intriguing because you think it's a great deal. But um, you do have to do your due diligence because they're not going to tell you it's leasehold. Um, so best to look up that property on a local site or something not even zillow will say look up on a local uh real estate company here in hawaii and they'll see say if that property is leasehold or fee simple um you do want to confirm that i always look for that right away if a property is leasehold or fee simple because sometimes it's too good to be true it's because it's a leasehold and that's what it is mainly people um, will send me deals sometimes, think it's a screaming deal, and then I come to find out it's a leasehold. So I wouldn't necessarily mess around with leaseholds. The only time I personally buy leaseholds is, uh, one, if I can buy the lease fee. So sometimes you can actually find a good deal where you're actually buying the fee simple and you're buying the land. You can buy it together. So you're buying the lease out. You're buying it out, basically. Uh, so if the combined total could be a good deal and sometimes people don't look that up because they see leasehold but they don't realize that the fee is option you can actually buy it so it is a great way to you know um, find good deals as well as um, I have a friend who buys up a lot of leasehold stuff and becomes a lease or towards 
um, people who own just a house and it's a great another passive income as well so um, be careful about leasehold the only other way I would buy them if they're really really cheap and it can again it can cash flow um, following that 1% rule so now you do have to factor that lease uh, payments as well into there and you do have to be very worrisome. I'm scared myself of them lease fees coming into uh, when they're coming due, when they're five to nine to 10 years or less, you know, they're coming due, then I would be a little worrisome. And again, they're hard to sell too. So if you're trying to flip these things, you're trying to sell them, they're very hard to sell. So, you know, don't, you, I wouldn't buy a leasehold as trying to do a flip. It's more so to be a rental and, um, you know, making sure all of those, that thing cash flow. So great question on leasehold. We probably can make a whole podcast about just leaseholds in general because it's such a uh, tricky topic, but I hope I answered your question and then some to you guys. So be wary of leaseholds. Uh, make sure you look for that. It's LH or uh, Fee Simple, um, FS. Um, make sure you find out if it's Fee Simple or leasehold. You know, check that status up anytime you buy anything. And stay away and but look in their remarks or look in the descriptions uh, if you can buy the fee or even call the agents and see if the fee is available and then it could be a good deal um, I bought uh, our own condo that way it was a we were able to buy the leasehold and the fee into one package and bought our, our condo that we lived in a while ago we bought it for like 430 lived in two years three years and sold it for 700 um, because we bought the fee for 200 uh, 200 I think it was and we bought the condo for 200 uh, whatever plus whatever exactly it was so we bought them together into one loan one package and we're able to own turn it into a fee simple basically um, so yeah check that out segment two let's talk about the deal of the week highlights so we have a bunch of deals coming up here shortly uh, some nice flips coming up uh, we have still our, uh, we're just raising now for our big commercial deal. We have a killer, killer um, uh, a commercial deal. We have a retail center and Office Max is our anchor tenant. Um, and then a, sh a huge grocery store that we don't own, but it's part of the shopping center um, is the, the, uh, the anchor of the whole place, even though we don't own the, own the, the grocery store. But um, super excited about that deal. It's just looking better and better as I do more and more uh, research and, and doing all kinds of due diligence. And I'm kind of going above and beyond and uh, super excited about it. It's a shopping center and we have to raise a million and a half. And um, just trying to, um, again, dot my I's and cross my T's with this thing. And I keep on trying to kind of stress test it basically. And it's looking like a better and better and better deal. So it's a shopping center we're buying in Janes, uh, Janesville, Wisconsin, a huge city, 75,000 there, right in the dead center of the city, right off the freeway, you know, by the Home Depot, by all the big retails. There's a Target, um, there's a bank and all the big retail stores. There's actually a big um, gym in the building that just uh, is coming there, a nationwide gym. Um, is in the, in our property as well as a bunch of other nine tenants total. Um, the kicker is it's 100% leased out, but what is interesting and why it's kind of a good deal is that three of those tenants 
uh, just signed leases for 10 years and they signed them in August. And the kicker is they gave them the first year free. So the first year they have a free rent. The first year they're not paying nothing on some of the, these bigger tenants. So that hurts the income, the rental income of this property. So the first year this thing doesn't look good on paper because of um, these tenants are not stipulated to pay rents until after the year. And the reason they do that, it lets the tenant build out the space. It gives them incentive to customize it and make it theirs you know, for a year as they're gonna put a lot of money into customizing the space. And um, they actually are right now, they're almost, I think almost done with uh, rehabbing one of them. Um, and now this is all on the tenants. So the reason it's a good deal is because technically after a year when, when all these leases, all these rents start kicking in is when our value just shoots up. Uh, these big shopping centers, multifamily, commercial, the value is in the rents, the rents and your expenses. So it is a triple net, so not much expenses. Um, a few tenants, older tenants that don't have the triple net, but most of them are all triple net um, there. And so the value is in the rent. So the, the more you raise the rents, the more you raise the values. And these rents are there. They're just not uh, accounted for until they start paying. <laughs> and, and so the second they start paying, we raise the rents is when we refinance out and we pay back all our investors, take all our personal money out. And um, it's already have a huge evaluation. We're, we're buying way below market. We won it on an online auction. Um, really, you know, risky in a sense on these online auctions, but luckily I bought a lot of flipping flips off of these online auctions. Um, you got to be ready when you buy these online auctions because there's no, there's no inspection. There's no, um, uh, you buy them as is and, uh, your earnest money and everything is, is, is very much liable, but, um, we are excited about this deal and, and, uh, love for you guys to be a part of it we're giving off two different ways either you can be a said uh 12 just interest uh make the interest of your money so forth investing with us or if you need some tax incentives we lower the interest to eight percent and we're giving the tax incentives off to people so you can be uh tax incentives you also are in that sense in the taxes you also are partners on the deal you make cash flow of the deal um, if there is cash flow, again, I just said there's no cash flow the first year. Um, it's actually, it's like a 50000 loss for the first year, which I can handle. I can eat that up until um, all those rents start kicking in and start paying uh, their rent. So really fun deal. Really excited about it. Uh, we got some, you know, Office Max, a big anchor tenant in the gym. And Office Max been there 20 years, and they just signed a new lease, extension lease. And... Um, yeah, love for you guys to join me on that webinar. I'm going to talk about it. Talk about the tax incentives that we're giving off to all our invest investors because I've been enjoying the tax incentives myself. So you guys need to start enjoying these cost seg and these depreciations that we're able to get on these large, large properties. We buy these large properties, um, not necessarily for the cash flow. Yes, great cash flow in this, but we buy it for the tax incentives, and we buy it. Um, to help us offset what we do in our other businesses. So if you have a great business where you make a lot of money, you know, you're in real estate um, and you need some tax incentives, you invest as well. We give you a dollar for dollar tax incentives. If you invest, you know, 250,000, we'll give you 
$250,000 in tax incentives back, which means that you want to get your $250,000 back in about a year, and then two, you'll get a year to three years, I should say. It's, it, we, not, the loan process could take you know, longer and so forth. But um, the, you're able to get that tax incentives right away this year. We can give it to you this year, or you can roll it over to the next year. So basically, if you make a hundred, two hundred thousand, whatever you you did dollar for dollar, you don't have to pay two hundred thousand in federal taxes. It's these are federal taxes, um, so it's a huge incentive. It's a huge savings for anyone who has to pay high taxes. So check that out. Um, we're excited about that, and um, yeah, I just want to take a quick second. And if you're enjoying our content please subscribe below. I love it if you guys can leave us a review or a comment or let me know what you guys thought. I love honest feedback and I love hearing what you guys think. So thank you guys so much for subscribing and watching our podcast and listening to our podcast. And if you guys love uh, our show and really appreciate it, please take the time and just click that button right there on the side. We really appreciate it. And comments. I love comments. I answer all our comments and Ask questions, guys. That's the trick to life. Asking questions. Don't be scared. There's no such thing as bad questions. You know, ask questions. Be, you know, authentic in your questions, and it, you'll get the answers. So make sure you like and follow, and check out all our social media, Indar Hawaii, I-N-D-A-R Hawaii, on LinkedIn and TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and, and social, everything galore there's even a new one coming out i think be real so we're going to be on there too so check us out and let's go guys thank you so much and have a great day aloha